Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Thank you. Love you guys. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate your humor. Hot Radio Maine. You guys have an awesome radio show. Maine's hit music channel. Atmosphere coming to the State Theater. What's the date on that show? For Atmosphere? Yeah, you got it in front of you? Yeah, it's August 22nd. Okay, so a little bit later this month, Atmosphere going to be at the State Theater. And we got a pair of tickets to give away right now. 207-807-1104. 207-807-1104. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Atmosphere played uh, Thompson's Point last year, right? I think so. They come here almost every summer. So we were chatting about the best place to see a show in Maine. And we want to know best spot to see a show in Maine. In your opinion, what's the best venue? You love going there. Acoustics sound good. Whatever the reason is. Not a bad seat in the house. The ambiance. uh, The vibe. In your opinion, best venue in Maine. What is it? 207-807-1104. 207-807-1104. Shoot us a text. Give us a call. Put you in the running for the atmosphere tickets. We got a quick turnaround here because we also got 50 cent. What are you going with, Tara? Well, I don't know if mine can technically count, but it was the main savings uh-uh. pavilion at Rock Row. Okay, you didn't take mine, but that's Okay, cool. good. I loved that Short-lived. venue. Short-lived. First of all, it was in Westbrook, which is where I lived. Do you know how easy it was for me to attend a concert there? I had like a five minute or less Uber. It was, it was divine. And I just, I love I loved the venue and I just loved how close to home it was. And it was just, it was too easy. It made my life so easy. When we had hot summer there one year, I was dropped off and I was ready to work in five minutes. I couldn't believe it. I you was know like, who doesn't love that venue is all this uh, all the residents of Portland and Westbrook who had all the noise complaints. Okay, apparently. but I did not live that far from there and I could barely barely hear when they would have shows. Yeah. So I didn't really understand all the hate. I think it depended on the neighborhood. Like it was, it was interesting yeah. to see. Like I think there was more complaints actually from like Portland than the Westbrook area because That's of the way the wild. stuff was angled. It carries. I, yeah, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, it was the no it was fun very, police. Very short lived, and I miss it to this day. Like I just loved it. How many concerts did you see there? I only saw two, but I loved it. I was like, wow, this is my Did spot. We see the same two concerts. Yes. Anderson Pack and Yes. Um Hot Summer. Yes. <laughs> but I just miss it so they were much. Incredible too. And I was really excited about it because I've been living in Westboro for a while and I was I-, I love going to shows as many as I can and I was really looking forward to seeing concerts very easily for my time spent in Westbrook. Not anymore. But in fairness, now you get some more medical buildings. So you got that going for oh, you. Oh great. <laughs> And you got a crumble cookie, so yeah. I did get the crumble cookie, so I can't really (laughs) complain, I guess. I was going to choose another venue that has since been extinct. Oh, okay. Mainstay Pier. Wow. I never got to see a show there. So good. And I think it was just based off of the number of shows that we did there and always seeing the artist's reaction when they would be like, oh, wow, this is where the stage is. Mm -hmm. And seeing artists take pictures backstage with like, there was one, I think it was... uh, uh, the year French Montana to the main state pier, they had like the uh, tall ships or the boats out there in the water as well. And uh, he put together like a whole compilation video. <laughs> like he was he the, loved it. the captain of one of these ships out there. But just to see like the boats in the water. And then there's it's the, so Maine. what is it? The, the seafood warehouse that's right next door that like borders the main state pier. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you would see like people would line up and sit on top of that building and watch the shows or people would go in the water and watch the shows. And uh, it was just a vibe in the picture. Like we have this 
French Montana picture that we're looking at um, right across Yeah, and the my hall. best friends and roommates went. And they're in the front row. And they're in the front row. So I get to look at their pretty faces every day I come to work. But I didn't go because I was like, I don't know. I think I wanted to hang out with my dumb boyfriend. But it's such so a... So dumb. So I never got to experience a show there. And I regret it so much. And I hate having regrets in life. Such a cool, like looking at that picture, it's so cool to see like, you know, a bunch of our listeners and, and fans for Hot Summer. They tried to get me to go so bad too. And you see like the city, like that's Portland in the background, like the landscape, like we did these shows in the middle of Portland. It was so cool. Um, so that has to be like one of my favorite locations. And we got a lot of good memories tied to some of the shows that we did over there. And a lot of like, Ooh, that was a close call, but it turned out pretty good. Uh, type mem- <laughs> memories from those shows. Close call. Yeah. There's a few, there's a few things that like, Oh, this artist just barely made it on oh, time. Oh, I thought deal. you were going to say someone fell in the water or something. No, <laughs> No, no, no. But it was an incredible place to see a show just to have the ambiance and the backing uh, there. And uh, I think like one of my favorite memories is for years, there wasn't a station that played hip hop music before we popped on. Right. And then we started doing these shows on the main state pier. Uh, we set up early. We're broadcasting live from there. French Montana sound sound checking. And uh, you just him hear him being like, I'm a mother coke boy and like it's just repeating <laughs> over and over again you got all these old people right there at the ferry terminal oh no, my no wonder God. why they shut it down right but they're, they're, they're like, like what's a coke boy they're like what's going on uh today what who are the who's the musicians that are playing today and, and then <laughs> you're repeating it over and over again trying to get the sound right uh. <laughs> like what is happening and it's echoing throughout the city yeah, yeah it kind of makes sense as to why they yeah decided yeah maybe i don't even know what they're doing with that space now is it just empty like do they put anything on the main state pier sometimes they use the indoor space for events yeah that's a little further over though right yeah but i don't know do not know sad those are the those are the good old days. Best venue in Maine. Here's what people are saying on the text for their opinion. Uh, someone agrees with you. Rock Row was definitely a whole vibe. Everything about it was so simple. And I right? love how huge it was. If you didn't want to be up close and personal, you could just sit back and relax on the lawn. Was really looking forward to taking my daughter to her first real concert there. I didn't know concerts there were discontinued. No. Yep. Sorry. Sorry to break the news. Somebody said Bingas was great. Okay. <laughs> yep. Bingas was an interesting experience when you got downstairs. I think Chris Webby did a show or two downstairs at, at Bingas. Fun. Uh, I've only been to one concert in my lifetime, and it was Kids Bop concert that I went to with my four-year-old last weekend that you guys sent. Oh, my to. God. So I'm going to go with that place in Bangor. <laughs> LOL. Not a bad venue, and they've done a, a ton of improvements over there as well like i feel like every year uh they're adding new stuff i'm not sure this counts i'll count it dylan from rochester said smitty's in sanford for their food and arcade <laughs> all right sunny <laughs> in sanford in your opinion what's the best venue in maine state theater man why yeah. we, why are we going with the state theater well it's it's nice and cozy and uh the the bounces are, are pretty lenient about people doing what they do and, um... <laughs> all right well all right <laughs> <laughs> get in trouble over there. <laughs> so I like the state theater. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, Sonny. Well, uh, we picked your text. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets to go to the state theater. Yeah, my man. <laughs> All right. August 22nd, you're heading over there to see Atmosphere. But now that you snitched on yourself, they're going to they're gonna be looking out for you. I, I'm undercover all the time, bro. Undercover all the time. <laughs> All right, well, have fun August 22nd. You got our pair of tickets to see Atmosphere out there at uh, your favorite venue in Maine, the State Theater. Rock on, man. Thank you so much. 
I do have to say, guys, I listen to you guys all the all day. I, I wake up, you're you're playing like when I wake up, so I, I'm always on top. You know, <laughs> I appreciate it. I love it. I love it. Coming up this hour, we have uh, your first pair of 50 cent tickets for the morning. We'll do another one coming up in the nine o'clock hour. A few minutes here. We'll let you know what you need to do to win these 50 cent tickets. Show's tomorrow night, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. At the Xfinity Center. Oh, time is moving so fast because we weren't here on Monday. Right. I thought we had a whole extra day. No, it's already Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Wow. 50 cent is coming to New England. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Former reality TV show host Donald Trump was indicted on felony charges Tuesday for working to overturn the results of the 2020 election in the run-up to the violent riot by his supporters at the U.S. Capitol. The four-count indictment is the third criminal case against Trump, and he said he's still running even if he goes to jail. He'll run from jail. Is he going to go to jail? I don't know, but that's what he said. Whether he's in or out, he's running. A Walderboro man appeared in D.C. court Tuesday on assault charges stemming from the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The latest manner to head to court for this, Matthew Brackley, 39, of Walderboro, has not yet been required to end a plea on several charges, including assaulting two law enforcement officers. But like everybody else that we've seen in these cases, they got video of them, clear as day, pictures of them right there. I still think about the people that went and stormed the Capitol and they're wearing like their company's their t-shirt. company logo across their chest. How are we going to find this guy? <laughs> well, he's got his work shirt on. Um, uh. Gorham school leaders are meeting tonight to draft the third school budget after the first two were rejected by residents. The second proposal that was shot down would have cut 20 jobs and many after school activities and it would have made kids pay to play sports. I thought you had to pay. No, I didn't have to pay to. I did. did I, had, I had to pay $50. For what? What sport did you? Track and field. They made you pay for that? I had to pay $50. Well, that was not part of our deal. Imagine it was a scam and it was only me. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to talk to your old, and you, you talk to the your coach, old teammates. The coach like pulled me aside because I kept forgetting. And he was like, really need to pay that $50. Was the pay for playing the sport that like, I don't know. How do I, how do I word this? Was it for that? I had to buy my own sneakers. Yeah, you would have to buy your own sneakers, but sometimes they'd be like, hey, we're going to get sweatshirts. Do you want a sweatshirt for like the basketball team? We're like, hey. It was before the season started that yeah, you would so have to drop off your check. You would pay cash. for some of the gear if you wanted some of the gear. Like I remember in basketball, we got like sweatshirts or something and you had to pony up and play, pay some money for that. I don't know. But it wasn't to like actually play the sport. It was before the season even started. So I have no clue what it was for. Does anyone know? I barely showed up anyways. It could have been this. Paid $50 and I didn't. I did one meet, maybe. Did you get a track and field shirt? Of course. Are you kidding? You're so athletic. <laughs> uh, the main lobster. The whole point of it was to look like I did a lot of stuff in my senior photo in the yearbook. You could just pop in those pictures. I had a friend who hopped in all of the group photos and was in none of the groups. They don't For, know. No, it's like the text underneath. Like it was like Tara Fox, track and field. And it would say how many years I did it. I was in yearbook club. Anything I did through the school. And you wanted to have as much text as possible because if you didn't, oh. it looked like you were lazy, boring. Oh, you could just hop in like GSA or Martin no, Luther you know King what's, Jr. Welcoming Committee or like you chess know what's club. Messed up and you could hop in the group photos and 
then you were made the yearbook in that group. No, photo. but you know what's messed up is about about the yearbook is so track and field was in the spring, so all the spring sports missed the yearbook that year because of the because, due date for the printer. Exactly. So it when I was a senior and I was in the photo for track and field, I graduated, and then that photo was in the yearbook for the next year, and I never saw it. Huh? Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, that's a weird way to to do that. What do we have left for five things? Oh, the Maine Lobster Festival has replaced the decades-old sea goddess title. What? Yeah. Why? Interest dropped. Only four girls signed up last year to compete. It's kind of like a beauty pageant. Okay, but wasn't there a scandal? That was years they, ago. They ripped the crown. Yeah, because she was like vaping or something, sea right? Seaweed. Wasn't up to the standards of the historic sea goddesses. So now what is it? So now this year they're calling it the Maine Lobster Festival Delegate. Eh. A little less cool of a title. <laughs> I like sea goddess. Well, now it's going to be open to both girls and boys between 16 and 22. Oh. And they're basically going to be like a representative for the industry. And throughout the year, they're going to have to make appearances at certain events. I do like the competition aspect. First ever Maine Lobster Festival delegate is going to be crowned today at 6.30 p.m. Mm, I'm excited to find out who it is. So best of luck to everybody out there. The Mega Millions jackpot, no big winner last night. It rises to $1.25 billion, still the fourth largest uh, jackpot in lotto history. And the next drawing is going to be on Friday. There were a bunch of winners that I think they got like a million bucks. They got all five, but they didn't get the bonus ball or whatever it's called at the end. So they get, wait, so they do get like a million bucks? Yeah, if you get like five, you get like a million dollars. Uh, that sounds jackpot. good to me. Come on. Right. I'll take it. There was none in Maine, though. I think Massachusetts had one winner that got all five. That is five things you need to know, man. How to me about the law office is Joe Bornstein. Over 25,000 victories for Andrew Maynard since 1974. 207 Call Joe. We're online at joebornstein.com. Hot Radio Maine. Oh, Lord. Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Yesterday, we talked about the tragic passing of Angus Cloud, gone way too soon, and talked about Drake and a few other actors and celebrities that posted uh, messages on social media, posted tributes on social media. Well, Zendaya has now posted something, a photo of Angus, and she wrote a pretty lengthy uh, caption. Uh, in part, it says, words are not enough to describe the infinite beauty that is Angus. I'm so grateful I got the chance to know him in this life, to call him a brother, to see his warm, kind eyes and bright smile or here's infectious cackle of a laugh i'm smiling now just thinking of it zendaya angus obviously both starred in euphoria but did you know that they both attended the same performing arts high school in california no uh, oakland school for the arts so they have no history idea. that goes back way before euphoria uh, euphoria series creator and director sam levinson said angus was quote too special, too talented, and way too young to leave us so soon. That is so sad. And I saw so many people getting on Zendaya for not posting oh, in time or not that. fast enough. And I just think that that is so stupid. Everybody grieves she, in their own way. And like, you don't know this guy. You never knew him. She grew up with him. Right. Let her be. It's probably devastating to her. And I only read a little bit of her post, but if you go back and you see it and you read it, you know that the emotion that's behind it. You could feel stupid but rushing like, somebody to why? post on social media about their grieving process. But why does she have to prove that she's sad? 
I just, ugh, I, I never have understood that with social media. Three of Lizzo's former dancers have filed a legal complaint alleging that they faced sexual, religious, and racial harassment and disability discrimination while working for the singer. What is going on with this? Because the say, stories are wild. I've heard rumblings through the industry for a while that Lizzo is a jerk and difficult to work with. Well, if it's coming from, if the call is coming from inside the house, it's usually crazy. Correct. So when this news popped up, I go, oh, they're not always uh, the rumors within the industry, not always true, but sometimes they're right. I heard rumors for a while that uh, Kanye was obsessed with Nazi stuff. And you're like, where did that rumor start? And then it all came out. And you go, you're like, huh. oh, yeah, that wasn't just a story that somebody made up. But obviously, there's so many things that are fabricated. So you can't. Bizarre. Like, yeah. But this seems wild. The lawsuit states that while uh, Lizzo's tour was in Amsterdam, she pressured members of her dance team to touch sex workers and eat bananas from their vaginas. I can't even believe that that sentence is real. I can't believe it. I can't believe. I just can't. I can't believe it. Lizzo is also accused. This is the sentence that I, I can believe that sentence is real. This is the sentence that I can't believe is real. Lizzo is also accused of bringing attention to a uh, dancer's weight gain. That's a sentence that I can't believe is real, Tara. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry. The lawsuit does not specify what damages the plaintiffs are seeking. There was another uh, dancer in person that worked with um, Liz that's since come out and said, yeah, I co-signed everything that they said. Not part of the lawsuit, but like, yes, she's a difficult person to work with. And yes, this is how she treats staff. Everyone that's already not been a fan of Lizzo for years is over the moon like, right now. Yes, we told you. <laughs> we told you. They're like, I knew I didn't like her for a reason. This is the reason. It wasn't because she was overweight. It's because she was a bad person. That's I, what I could tell say. that she was a bad yeah. person. Yeah. That's but my God, you're you're not scarred from the banana story because that is is I've heard of a lot of things, but I've never heard of that. Well, I've heard of that. So maybe that's why I'm not. <laughs> People go to Amsterdam. They do. They see the sex workers, the shows that they put on. Right. But and here's where I think that it goes. Oh, this is where I could picture this happening. You're in Amsterdam. You're touring. You're like, oh, let's go. These shows are popular. Let's go. Let's go see one of these. And then she's laughing and joking and like, oh, do that, do that. But you don't understand the power struggle. Like you're. You're the power, the position of power that you're in. You're the boss. You're Lizzo. And you're telling your dancers like, oh, do this. It's funny. And you're putting them in an uncomfortable position. Like, sounds like an HR issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not good. I would have been fired from the dance team because everyone knows that if I don't want to do something, I have no problem saying I don't want to. And I'd be like, no. So you're telling me. You do it. You're on tour, worldwide tour with Lizzo. And she says. If she told me to eat a banana. She's your boss. someone's vagina, she's I would say, you do it. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I am a germaphobe. I am aware of that. Maybe if I was chill, I would do it, but. It's that. I'm not talking about your job here. Your job as a touring the globe with Lizzo dancer, it's you either do that or you lose your job. Because I feel like that. That's, that's messed up. But I, I'm not saying she said that, but I feel like that's where the position of power comes in. And then you feel pressure to do it because if you're like. If she fired me, I'd sue her. Well. I would say no. And then if she was like, fine, you're off the dance team, then I would lawyer up. Well, here we are with this complaint. <laughs> This is wild because I thought that I was the only one watching this show after it's been off air for so many years. I kind of thought you were the only one watching it, to be honest. I saw I, the numbers, but I didn't really believe them. I'm coming here and I talked to Tyra. I'm like, I'm watching like, Suits. So, Suits. Yeah. I'm like, I i don't care. Harvey Specter. Come on. Like Ross. Like Lit. Louis Litt's my favorite character. Anyways, Suits, currently one of the biggest shows on the planet. 
mind blown by this. That's wild. Suits recently hit Netflix and quickly set a streaming record nearly four years after it aired its ninth and final season. So it's been done for four years. It had nine seasons. It's been done. Executive producer Gene Klein sat down for an interview and discussed a possible revival, uh, but it, he doesn't think Meghan Markle is going to return. No way. And everyone would want to see her. So the show began streaming on Netflix on June 17th and amassed 3.1 billion minutes viewed across Netflix and Peacock during the week of June 26th to July 2nd, which is monster numbers client said of a possible revival i'm expecting a call at some point but i'm not aware of any serious conversations it's just one of those things where in this day and age you wouldn't be surprised if somebody called you someday but so far nothing that i'm aware of so there's nothing really serious in the talks but it's how it starts with interviewers asking the question is there going to be a reboot is there going to be a revival and then all of a sudden they start thinking about we can make some more money off of this let's get the team back together yeah but name one revival that's good <laughs> that's just as good as the original it, it never really pans it out that really way is. i did hear that the I, I never watched the revival of dexter but i did hear that that was pretty good oh i forgot about that um but I haven't watched it, so I can't give my own personal opinion. Um, the interviewer asked if there was a chance to get Meghan Markle to come back, and Klein admitted, I would assume that's just not possible. <laughs> I would love you to see her You never know. Back. She might be scrambling. She might need to pay She's her out bills. the royal family, right? Yeah, they're on their own now. I think the royal family would step in and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Before you do that, here, here's, a, here's some money under the table. Probably. Let's not put you out there getting like th just the whole relationship vibe of it all. Like mm. she's dating this person. She's having an affair with a, a married man. Like all these plot points that were happening in the show. I can't see that happening now with her and the, you know royal background i'm not the only one watching suits i guess is the point you of should this. watch you um there was a show on hbo that i watched i think it was called the prince or something and it's about the royal family and it's making fun of everyone in the royal family and the way that they portray uh megan and harry is really funny because she's out doing like the whole influencer thing yeah. and and he's trying to navigate the real world and they just make him seem so dumb <laughs> It's really funny. You should watch it. I'm not there. It's kind of like Family Guy. I'm not here for the Meghan Markle slander. I th I like it though. It's good. What the show or the slander of Meghan Markle? No, the show because it doesn't take it too far to an extreme where I'm like, this is not okay. This is mean. Right. Like I don't feel like it's mean. It's Dirty on Thirties made How to Man by Sanford Sound this year. Show and Shine. Oh my God! I keep re I'm going to delete Enough! this. It's over. The Show and Shine is done. It happened on Sunday. We'll talk to you next year. Sanford Sound Show and Shine. Goodbye. I can't stop thinking about the banana. I'm disturbed. I can't believe you've heard of that before. Oh, yeah. It's grotesque. Common knowledge. Everybody's heard of that. <laughs> Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Yeah, every morning. We have 50 cent. I don't want to learn how to do the board. I don't want that responsibility. We have 50 cent tickets. I need you. To give away. <laughs> 50 side tickets to give away. The show's tomorrow night. Oh my God. We got to get these in the hands of somebody who wants to see 50 Busta and Jeremiah. And we want to know what? 207-807-1104 for these tickets. What is your current obsession? I know everybody has one. Want to know mine? Yeah, go for it's it. It's so random. <laughs> I have been obsessed with front doors. Just a front door. Because if you... Think about it. It's literally like the mouth of the house and 
everyone goes into your house through the front door. It's what everyone looks at. It's what when you drive by on the street, it's what you see. And I've been manifesting a lot into my life and imagining my my dream home. And there are so many options for a front door. So now when I drive down the street, it's actually really bad. And I, I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm like whipping my head from the left to the right. And I'm looking at all the doors. And if you go for a walk tonight, just look at all the doors. There are so many options. And it's like, how do you pick one? How do you pick just one front door that's going to be on your house probably forever? And then I looked up how much front doors cost. Why are they that expensive? There's no need for a $5,000 front door. You got to get the house before you worry about the front door. I'm just, I'm manifesting. I'm putting things on my mood board. Let me, let me live. All right. It's my vision board. It's what I envision for myself. But so I've just, I've been looking and there's so many doors out there. You have to look when you take your dog for a walk tonight at all the different options for doors there are. And you will be amazed. It's like, how do you choose? How did you choose? I want to knock on their door and say, how did you choose this door? I came with the house. That's what they're going to say. <laughs> but some of them have so much character. It's just amazing. It's amazing. Do you want two doors that swing open like the big house? Like the, the no, doors? no, I don't want that. All right. So I want a window on the door, but not too much window because I don't want creepers looking in and peeping. So for somebody who is just <laughs> tuning in and hearing you talk about doors, the question is, what's your current obsession? And yours is doors. Front doors. Front doors. Like the entrance to the home. What about back doors? No. No. That could be a slider. Who cares? Who no one care, sees it. Who care about the back door? No. Got it. Um, 207-807-1104. Question is... What's your current obsession? I've been watching the I Think You Should Leave show with Tim Robinson on uh, Netflix. Why does that sound so familiar? Oh, oh. Is that the guy that like... 55 Burgers, 55... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah okay, yeah, I just yeah. watched that clip. I've never watched the show, but I've seen so much of it on TikTok. Yeah, the clips are all over TikTok, but I've been watching the show and it's so stupid and it just <laughs> makes me laugh because it's so stupid. Like the way the clips actually end, it's just it's it's just so dumb. But I can't get enough of it. Uh, I went away for <laughs> went away for the weekend and I was showing my cousin the show and we were watching it. And then Mora asked how my weekend was. And I described all of the clips that I showed him from the show. And she's like, yeah, I know you've been watching this for three weeks. But how was your weekend? Did you do anything else? What other things? I'm like, so there's this clip, Dan Flashes, and it's about how complex the shirts are. And she's like, I know I've seen you watch it like three times. How is your niece? <laughs> and, like, and then I showed him the doggy uh, front door. Front door? They there's like, yeah, there's like a front door uh, <laughs> dog thing that lets your dog in, but not like monsters. Uh, I don't know. To me, that's one of the funniest skits. Um, I could go on and on about the show, but that's my current obsession. I'm well, all right. right. We'll take it. Yes. Uh, it's so stupid. It's like mindless entertainment. I throw it on and then I laugh and then I watch it over and over again until Maura gets annoyed. And she says, enough. We got to put something else on the TV. I would say that or Beyonce current obsession. But Beyonce is just like a overall obsession at all moments. It's a lifestyle. It is. Alexi from Kenny Bunk, what is your current obsession? My current obsession, always obsession, is dogs. I work at a dog daycare, Aww. and I love to play with them all day long. They're all my babies, and I just love them. All right. Okay, so I have a puppy, and I recently started bringing her to daycare, and they have cameras, and you can watch. And it is so nice to see the, I don't need, what, what's your, what do you, the caretaker, to just be loving on her, and everyone gets it's excited to see her. It's a really nice feeling to know that you guys really do love dogs. <laughs> well, 
we do, it's like on a, okay, on a Monday, if you have a case of the Mondays, none of the dogs have a case of the Mondays. They right? all come in with tails wagging, and they're so happy, and it's, it's contagious. I just absolutely love the babies. I love it. Yeah. I mean, dogs don't know if it's Monday or not, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm a bigger fan of dogs and people as well. So can't relate. I'll put you down for that. And we'll put you in the running again for the 50 cent tickets. We're going to call back our winner yes. before yes, nine. Please, me and my sister, we want to go to the candy shop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You're in the running. We're going to call back our winner before nine. You might get a call right back from us. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Jessica in Sanford, what's your current obsession? My current obsession is collecting old coins. Ooh, what do you do? You have a little booklet yeah. that you put them in? I do. I actually found like an old one from when my dad was young, so that that like started doing it. <laughs> that is such a classic hobby. We need more hobbies like this. What's I your know. What's the best coin that you have, and what's the coin that you want the most? Well, I guess the copper and silver are like worth um, money. So, but I actually, my favorite one is I have a penny from eighteen eighty three. Ooh. Do you do any metal detecting? Yeah. How are you finding these coins? Well, I honestly sort through coins, and I honestly find a lot of them through there. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just got a metal detector too. So yeah, you should. We'll be trying with that. You should try all through your yard, especially if you know there were there's some history there because people always find the coolest stuff from like the 1800s. Yeah, seriously, and at like barns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool I used to have a map of the United States, and in each state, you would put the quarter. You I had that too. <laughs> I have that. That's one of my things I have. Wait, I'm pretty sure that was from That's an so infomercial. Funny. Yeah, I think everybody like did that. It was <laughs> Every like, child try got to that. Col- try to collect the states, and you would go through and be like, oh, I got Delaware. Um, all right, Jessica, that's good enough for us. We'll put you in the running for the 50 cent tickets, and we have a little less than a half an hour here, and we're going to call back our winner, so you might get a call back from us. Woo, okay, I hope so. When I was in middle school, I had to empty out that little United States booklet and bring it to the coin star. Like I finally got all 50 states and then I was, I really wanted to do something one summer and I was like, Ugh. and so I took it with me to the coin star and I dumped it out. <laughs> 50 states. What is that? It's a little over 10 bucks you got there. At the time, that was a lot of money to me. I get it. Samantha from Gorham, what's your current obsession? My current obsession is getting my clients off of bend downs and back onto main care. Oh. So helping other people. That is the current obsession. Let's see what we got on the text here. Current obsession is pickle and provolone sandwiches. That's it? (laughs) That's what somebody texted in. They're really going with the food angle here on the uh, text. My current obsession is sweet Asian chili boneless wings from Applebee's. Oh, are you a sauce person? I can get saucy. Because I've realized I'm really not. I'm a condiments person for sure. Like, would you count A1 as sauce? I like condiments. Like, I love yellow, yellow mustard. I love ketchup. I like ranch. Is that a condiment? Sure. But like when it comes to sauces, I like uh, Chick-fil-A really sauce. That. That's more of a, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's wings. Yeah. You're talking, I think I know what you're talking about. You're talking it's about. It's like, messy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's different. Cause you, you can dip in the, in the ranch, but when it's just smothered in a sauce, yeah, that's kind of difficult. For what me. do they call that? It's not, is it glazed? Cause you could go get it like could be barbecue on the side or battered in. Is it maybe called I baked in? Hey, this is Ryan and Tara at Hot Radio Maine. Who's this? I'm sorry, who is this? Ryan and Tara from Hot Radio Maine. Police. Oh my God, hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Why did you jump to it's the police? I don't know. Sorry. I thought it would be funny. <laughs> um, well, I'm, yeah, I didn't expect a phone call. <laughs> no, you texted us. We wanted to talk to you. Oh, oh, well, 
Hi, how are you? Didn't you text us or am I crazy? <laughs> yeah, I texted you. Oh, I'm starting to get nervous here. What's your current no, obsession? You. First of all, what's your name? Um, my name is Tiffany. And where are you from? North Berwick. And now <laughs> tell us what your current obsession is. Uh, birds. Birds? Birds. I love birds. Birds. Birds are my obsession. Like bird um, watching? Like bird watching birds. I hope that one day I can take care of a baby bird that falls out of a tree. That kind um, of, you know? I, ho- yeah. I thought you were going to say, I hope one day I could be a bird and spread my little wings and fly far, far away. You know, maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> Chen A. Uh, no, I was saying Jenny from, you know, from that was her obsession from uh, oh. Forrest Gump. Did you ever see Forrest Gump? I still have yet to watch it. No. <laughs> 30 oh. years later. What about you, Tiffany? Have you ever seen Forrest Gump? Oh, I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Remember when she's like, I want to be a bird and fly far, far I away. thought that she literally, Tiffany, didn't when he said that, you said it back. What was that? When he said Jenna, I swear you said Jenna back. No, she said, oh. she said today. Oh, t- uh, whatever. Yeah. Jenna, I can say that. Yeah, I mean. This has been a very confusing phone call for everybody. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but, but the point what of the, the hell is happening? The point of, I need to go to bed now. The point. Hold on. You don't want to go to bed just yet. The point of the phone call, Tiffany, is we picked your text, which means we're going to hook you up with 50 cent tickets. Okay, right now. What's that? No, you did it. Yes. It. No, not me. Yeah, you're oh, going to the God. show tomorrow night. No. You don't want them? No, I do want them. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> See, it's still confusing. <laughs> um, all right, you got a pair of tickets. You're going 50 Cent Buster Rhymes, Jeremiah Xfinity Center. You're there tomorrow night. Congrats. We picked your text. That's how it works. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, who are you going to bring with you? Who's your plus one going to be? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Somebody. Whoever. Right. Okay. <laughs> Take a giveaway made how to main by Pins and Needles. Summer sun makes your piercings pop, so it's time to get pierced at Pins and Needles. Catch the summer light as never before. Make an appointment or walk in at Pins and Needles, St. John Street, Portland. Uh, coming up this hour, we actually have another pair of tickets, and we'll give you details on how you can win the next 50-cent tickets in a few minutes here. Congrats, Tiffany. Thank you so much. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. We got another pair of 50 Cent tickets we're going to give away right now. You're hanging out with 50 Cent. He said, let's go to the candy shop. Everything is on me. What are you buying? 207-807-1104. 50 Cent's taking you to the candy shop. What is your first purchase going to be? I want those blue shark gummies. And it's blue on the top and white on the bottom. I don't know what the white is. Some cream of some sort. So it's like blue raspberry cream gummies. Those are so good. And I feel like they're so hard to find. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. They're so hard to find and you can only get them at like real candy shops. So I'm getting that and it's very summery. I would like to take one of those bags, uh, mix up all of the different gummies, the blue Mm -hmm. sharks, uh, the sour patch kids, the... um, uh, Swedish fish. I was trying to think of their name. You know when you go to a store and they're all just kind of in the like canisters bins, yeah. and you put the scoops? Yeah. I, I was kind of bummed out because I went to a candy shop, which they have good candy in Portland. Um, but since the pandemic, they individually wrap all the bags. So you can't do like the mixtures anymore. Yeah, but that's so fun. That's the whole point, right? So that's what I would go with. And then maybe a pack of candy cig- cigarettes because I'm a badass. You wanted to say ciggies. <laughs> candy butts. <laughs> 
Uh, do they still make those? I want the ones that are wrapped, the paper wrapped ones that are bubble gum because those are the ones that have the sugar inside and you can blow them out and, blow smoke. and blows the smoke. You can wow. blow crazy O's with those. Uh, that's my pick for the candy shop. Can you even blow an O? No. It's really difficult. I've done it a few times in my life and when I did, I screamed. When was the last time Enjoy. you smoked a cigarette? No, I didn't blow an O with a cigarette. It was like a hookah. No, I, I, I know, but this is a different Last question. time I smoked a cigarette? Um, was it last summer? <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, uh, yes. No, no, but I I got really drunk at a family wedding on Tucker's side, and I disappeared with one of his crazy uncles. And when he they found us, we were we were smoking cigarettes under a tree, I and they were like, "How did you get here? And what are you doing? And why?" I tell you, every time I go into like companies <laughs> and I see the like black and milds, I'm so tempted to just be like, "I'll just have I'll just have one. I'll do one. I'll go back to just to reminisce." Back to my college. You probably days. wouldn't even like it now. No, yeah, definitely not. I don't like. It. It's like not exciting anymore. It's like okay, wow, this could actually kill me. Also, my palate has like just changed in general with everything. Like yeah. when I was a kid in college, I was eating crap. I was eating ramen every day, and I thought it was the you know not that there's anything wrong with that, but you have a refined. I've more refined taste. So stick to the candy cigarettes. I All need, right. I need Dave to take me to a cigar shop now. Oh. 207-807-1104. Candy on 50 Cent. He's taking you to the candy shop. Uh, he wants uh, to, to pay for whatever you want. What are you getting? Renee from Freeport, 50 Cent's taking you to the candy shop. What candy are you getting? So I really love chocolate. I would get like peanut butter chocolate, anything peanut butter chocolate. But like the OG drip candy, you know, like the dot? Mm-hmm. Those On the my paper. Favorite, like old school candy. Yeah. Really? I found it's yeah. too time consuming. I want to just eat it. I don't want to have to peel it off the paper i feel like that's what slows you down though you need that's to true that, like you know i'm gonna be honest the... with you i just eat the paper <gasps> Ew. i mean like if it's a struggle yeah just do the paper like every time i rip those dots off there's paper on the back of them <laughs> and then you have to like scrape it off like how does that work there was all... so you're eating a little bit of paper every time you eat those i guess you're right yeah but i feel like if it was bad then Edible paper. No, it's fine. It's totally fine. In fact, that's yeah. how I didn't get sick from uh, COVID too bad. Is because I've been eating that paper. <laughs> <laughs> it, it built Do you up. Have COVID? The, I at one point. I didn't. Everybody have it at one point. Yeah, I thought uh, you meant like right now. I was like, COVID's still around. No, 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 no. I don't think it exists anymore. Yeah. Does it? Do, I was kidding. Do people still get COVID? I actually just saw the numbers and it's spiking right now. Really? Yeah. You know what it is? It's probably still around, but like nobody's, nobody's taking tests. Nobody's showing symptoms or taking tests. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know. Yeah. That's why I was like, someone has COVID? Like, what? <laughs> no. Not to get all political, but I did see like a few people wearing masks at Beyonce. Did you scream at them? I thought about being like, are you kidding me? <laughs> We're jammed in here. What is your mask going to do to protect you? Oh my God. I was joking, but, no, you, but were, like, you were thinking about becoming a Karen. I, I No, I wouldn't have really yelled at them, but in my head, like, do you, if you want to wear a mask, do you. But like, if you're really wor worried about being sick, maybe don't go to uh, a sold out Gillette Stadium where there's people all around you. That might not be the best I option. Know. I don't know, man. I'm going to pull a you on you and say maybe that they have some underlying health issues, but seeing Beyonce was a once in a lifetime experience and they were like, screw it. I'm just going to go and wear a mask. I cannot miss this opportunity. I don't know. As much as I love Beyonce, I don't think you risk your life for Beyonce. You never know. <laughs> All right. A couple of the masks were bedazzled, so those might have just Ooh. been more for the outfit. But Amy and Lewiston says, I'd get a push-up lollipop. 
Push Pops. Isn't that what they're called? Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. Those were good. Jake from Portland, uh, 50 Cent says, let's go make a, a candy run. I'll take you to the candy shop and I'll uh, get whatever you want. What are you purchasing? I need the Sour Patch Kids, man. All of them. <laughs> the peach ones, the watermelon. I need the Littles. I need the Bigs. I need that two flavored ones. I need them all. The big ones are so good. They're way better than the little ones. They are. I like the watermelon ones, but they're not really that they're not sour. sour. No. No, they're not. All right. But they're all right. They're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not turning. Someone's like, you want some watermelon Sour Patch Kids? I go, yes, I'll take those. Yes, sir. Yep. All right. Sour Patch Kids, classic answer. What do you got going on tomorrow night? Not much, man. You want to go see 50 Cent? I would love to. We picked your text. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets. You're going to the show. Congratulations, Jake. Word, thank you. Um, it's going down at the Xfinity Center tomorrow night. It is all made hot in Maine by Pins and Needles. Summer sun makes your piercings pop, so it's time to get pierced at Pins and Needles. Catch the summer light as never before. Make an appointment or walk in at Pins and Needles, St. John Street, Portland. Who are you going to bring out there with you, Jake? Uh, my fiance. There you go. You guys are going to have a good date night tomorrow night. Congrats. Thank you. I appreciate it.